darkness consumed the room. Starling couldn't remember how she had gotten there, or if she was even alive. Though she was breathing, and that meant something. She lay on her side on a thin, musty mattress, with her hands tied behind her back, and an intense throbbing in her head. Dried blood had crusted to her face from a cut on her forehead. She twisted around, barely regaining consciousness, and tried to escape from whatever nightmare she was trapped in. Gradually, however, it became clear that the dank isolation she had found herself within was very much real. There was nothing covering her eyes, no blindfold to shield her surroundings, but there was darkness nonetheless. She felt no sense of air circulation through the room. Everything felt still and confined. She opened her mouth to speak. Her throat was dry and scratchy. She pulled at her bound hands and cried out in frustration as panic took hold. A frantic call for help was met with no response. A dank, mildew smell filled the air. She rolled off the mattress and onto a dusty, unforgiving hardwood floor, trying to push herself up. She grunted with each jerk against the rope around her wrist, but could not wrestle herself free. She lowered her head inches from the ground and tried to assess the situation. Panic would only make things worse. Someone had brought her there. The person she had chased. It was the person she believed to be the chain letter killer. The memory suddenly rushed back to her. He had tried to run down two children while driving their mother's own minivan. She recalled pushing them out of the way, but her recollection of the event was hazy. She had pursued him alone and somehow ended up here. Hello? she asked, hot breath against the floor. A chair squeaked from a head in the darkness. Who's there? she asked, frantic. In response, a bright spotlight clicked on, blinding her. She squeezed her eyes shut and turned her head away in discomfort, finding the earlier darkness preferable to the intensity of the glaring light. A man's scratchy voice came from behind the light. You're awake. His quiet, almost gregarious tone was one of pride and hubris. I've been waiting for you. Please, <laughs> turn off the light, she said, squinting. A low, calm chuckle followed. Too bright for you. I want to go, she said. The spotlight slowly dimmed as she opened her eyes to white spots floating in her field of vision. How's that? Better? he asked from behind the light. Oh, I'm afraid you're not going anywhere. Sterling jerked her bound arms. I have a partner. He'll be looking for me. Detective Dobson, the man said with a chuckle.
He's a bit past his prime, don't you think? He'll find you, Sterling said. I guarantee it. For a moment, the man said nothing. His chair squeaked as he apparently sat down, still concealed by the dim spotlight in front of him. You know, I met your partner a few months back. He paused for Sterling's response, and when she gave none, he continued, As it's true, I had traveled to his lovely town to seek out my next pick, Betsy Wade. Your partner saw me at the police station. I was in disguise at the time when he kindly directed me to the records department upon my asking.